0: Putting Two and Two Together, Season Zero. Episode 0. 0.6, Phantom Zone. Dr. 55450. Dr.
1: 55450. I'm glad you
2: came. I told you I would.
1: I hope you'll forgive me for being doubtful.
2: I have to tell you, though, I'm only here for you and Rachel. I know. I don't want you to think that I was... I
1: said I know. You you don't have to explain.
2: How... How how are you doing?
1: I'm numb. I don't think it's even registered yet.
2: That's normal, I guess.
1: I'm also scared.
2: You don't need to be. He's far too stubborn to let something like this stop him. Besides, you've got me and Rachel. Thank you. Where is she, anyway?
1: Uh, she's on her way. She should be here any minute. How's work?
2: Steady. I, uh, I can't really complain too much.
1: I heard you got offered an exclusive contract.
2: how do you find out about that? I haven't told anybody yet.
1: My mother has her ways. Okay. I read about it on one of those comic book fan signs.
2: What were you doing there?
1: Well, you never tell me what you're working on, so I had to find out for myself. (laughs) Why is that funny?
2: I didn't even know you could use a computer, let alone log on with the fanboys.
1: You'd be surprised what I can figure out if I set my mind to it.
2: Apparently.
1: Well, congratulations.
2: Thank you. But are you really sure you want to talk about this right now?
1: Yes, it keeps my mind off things.
2: I'll tell you what. I'll see if I can get my editor to send you some copies of the books I've worked on.
1: I'd like that.
2: I can't get over you being interested in that stuff.
1: You're my son. Of course I'm going to be interested in your artwork.
2: That means a lot.
1: I have to ask, who's the new man in your life? What? Who's the new man in your life?
2: What are you talking about?
1: I hope you don't mind me saying so, dear, but I couldn't help noticing that You seem happier lately. I naturally assume there was a new man in your life.
2: Because I'm happier, I have to have a new boyfriend? Could it just be that I've finally gotten my career to where I want it? It's
1: more than that. It's not just that you are happy, but more like the way you're happy.
2: The way I'm happy.
1: Don't take this the wrong way. But you're actually pleasant to be around for a change. The other week when you and I were at your sister's, you were actively participating in the conversation. And not because you felt you had to, but because you enjoyed it. It's a side of you I haven't seen in a long time. To be perfectly frank, I haven't seen you this happy since Stephen.
2: What does Stephen have to do with anything?
1: Well, there is that old saying about never forgetting your first love. Or did you think I didn't know how you felt about him?
2: How could you not know? Dad caught us at it.
1: I'm not talking about adolescent hormones running wild. I'm talking about true love for another person. I, I could sense that bond between you two. Even when you were children. I wasn't always able to identify it for what it was, but I knew. Am I wrong?
2: No. I miss him.
1: Oh, have you ever thought about getting back in contact with him? <sighs>
2: I tried doing that last year. Let's just say it didn't turn out the way I wanted. He
1: didn't want to talk to you?
2: That's not exactly what I meant.
1: Well, then what?
2: Mom, Steven died years ago. He he killed himself.
1: Oh, that poor sweet boy. Please
2: don't cry, Mom, because then I'll start. I
1: wish you had told me.
2: I didn't want to tell anybody. I kept blaming myself for it.
1: Was it your fault?
2: I know that now.
1: I'm sorry you had to go through that.
2: Mom. I want to ask you something about you and Dad, but I'm not exactly sure how to put it without offending you.
1: Yeah, you want to know why I stayed with your father all these years? I've often asked myself that question. We both know he's not the easiest person to get along with, but but then again, that's a trait you and he share.
2: How can you say that? I am nothing like him.
1: I'm not saying it to be cruel. You both are so passionate that once you get an idea into your head, no one can make you change your mind and Lord help anyone who tries. But that passion, that that pig-headedness that you and he share, comes from having a kind soul and good intentions.
2: Then how do you explain what he did to me?
1: Look at it from his point of view. Your father's whole life has been about doing what is expected of him, and, and making sure others did so as well. It's probably why he got into law in the first place. It's definitely why he pursued a career as a judge. I I had never seen him as happy as he was when he found out he had a son. You were the center of his life and and he had all the best hopes and dreams for passing his legacy on to you. When he saw you and Stephen together, he he was devastated. Everything he'd worked so hard to achieve was now meaningless to him if if he couldn't pass it on. Rather than dealing with it, he did the only thing he knew how to do. He shut down.
2: So because he didn't get his way of life, that gives him the right to shut
1: me out? Isn't that what you do when you don't want to deal with us?
2: That's different.
1: Why did I have to go searching online to find out how your work was going? Why didn't you tell me about trying to reconnect with Steven? Why did you appear unannounced at your sister's dinner party and then disappear just as quickly? It's a defense mechanism you and your father share. I'm not excusing his behavior. Just like I'm not excusing yours. We're over here, dear. How is he? Well, the doctor seemed to think it was minor, but they're still running tests. It was a heart attack though? That's what they're telling me. How are you? You know me, I'll deal with it when it's all over. I wish I could be like that. Now your way is probably healthier in the long run.
2: Where's David? (sighs) What what did I say? Did
1: something happen?
2: What's going on?
1: I don't, um, know where David is. It's all over. What are you talking about? What's all over? Us. David and me. Nonsense. I happen to know for a fact how much David loves you and what he plans to do about it.
2: Mom, she might not know about that yet. You're not
1: spoiling anything. He proposed to me this morning. Then I don't understand. I said no. What? How could you turn that boy down? He loves you! I wanted to say yes, but I, I couldn't, and
2: And now I think I've lost him for good. Rachel, I know David. He's not gonna give up on you.
1: Just tell him you've thought it over and you'll marry him after all. I'm not ready. You and David have been together for almost four years. You should be married already. Mom. I should be a grandmother by now. Mom!
2: This is not the time to be worried about grandchildren. I've
1: already accepted the fact that you won't be having any children. Give me one good reason why I shouldn't look forward to hers. Because I can't have any. What do you mean you can't have any?
2: Rachel, she deserves to know.
1: You already know. And neither one of you bothered to tell me. (sighs) Unbelievable. Rachel. About five years ago, when I was still in college, I had an ectopic pregnancy. You had a
2: what? An ectopic pregnancy, Mom, you know, where the fetus grows in the tubes. I know
1: what it is. The damage was enough that the doctors recommended I not try getting pregnant again. Dear Lord, who was the father? I had a one night stand with a guy I met after a party. Oh, Rachel, I raised you better than that.
2: I went to visit her about a month or so afterwards.
1: I had no idea I was even pregnant.
2: The night I got there, she took me to a party at one of her friends.
1: Another party.
2: Mom, please.
1: We were hanging out at the end of the night, and I started to get the sharp stomach pains.
2: I took her to the hospital, and that's where we found out.
1: You two had no right to keep this from me. We didn't want to keep it from you.
2: But there was no way we could tell you without Dad finding out.
1: Your father should have been told.
2: Why? So he could disown her?
1: You wouldn't have done that. How can you be sure? He's your father. He loves you. You
2: mean like he loved me? Look, if you're going to be mad at somebody, be mad at me and not at Tommy, okay? It was my mistake. It was my decision to hide it. It was our decision. If I didn't think it was the right thing to do, I wouldn't have done it.
1: I'm sorry, Mom. We both are. We didn't do it to hurt you. Besides you two, who else knows about this? No one. Not even David?
2: No. I thought you were going to tell him. I wasn't ready. Are you ever going to be ready? Mommy! That's why he left, isn't it? Leave her alone. You're not helping. I'm not trying to. I can't believe you turned him down and refused to tell him why! It wasn't like that! Then how was it? Keep your voices down both of you. You should have told him years ago. Then he would have known what he was getting into. And if he left me then? He wouldn't have. He loves you. How can you be sure? He proposed to you. That's gotta count for something. You don't understand. David loves you unconditionally. And this is how you treat him? I love David. Too bad you don't deserve him. (laughs) You are unbelievable. I am done.
1: Call me!
0: Putting Two and Two Together, Season Zero. Episode 0.6, Phantom Zone. Written, directed, and produced by Peter Cosmas Sophronis. Adapted from his play, Two and Two Together. Audio dialogue recording were taken from the live rehearsals and the performance of the Two and Two Together staged reading on the Zoom platform in April 2020. Mary Hansen was played by Gillian Luca. Tommy Hansen was played by Dan Murray. Rachel Hansen was played by Jenny Field. Theme music by Valerie Forgione. Sound editing by Peter Cosmes Sifronis. Special thanks to Dan Murray. The original script of Two and Two Together can be purchased at Amazon.com. In addition to Season Zero, all 24 episodes of Season One are available for download from most of the podcast platforms. Putting Two and Two Together will also be returning for Season Two. Please visit www.petersofronis.com for further information. On behalf of the cast and crew, thank you for listening. Please stay tuned next week for another episode of Putting Two and Two Together, Season Zero.